Welcome to the Knowledge Chamber. I'm your host, Robert Hess. Now, Visual Studio, Visual Studio, Visual Studio, it's got that, that visual word in it, right? So you would think there'd be some visual tools to assist you in developing your applications in Visual Studio. Well, as a matter of fact, there are. And here to chat with, me, chat with us about it is Cameron Skinner. Hey, Cameron. Now, I realize you um, showed this tool off at the PDC. That's right. Uh, this new functionality within Visual Studio 2010 mm -hmm. that allows users or developers to gain a better visual understanding of the complexity of their application. That's right. Um, what exactly is it and how does it differ than what was already available with the UML tooling in Visual Studio 2008? Yeah, so, well, Robert, we didn't have UML tooling in, in 2008. We had a we had a class diagram that was UML like, but it wasn't quite there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but we do have new UML diagrams in the 2010 version of the product. And what and what exactly is UML? So the Unified Modeling Language. We've Microsoft's. We've had this uh, this this particular relationship with this particular spec for a long time. Um, bottom line is our customers have been asking for direct support inside Visual Studio. We've put it in there. Uh, we're shipping five UML diagrams out of the box, um, and we've also basically we've basically this with this tool set. We're 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 trying to solve this this this. We're attacking this heart of complexity that's at, it's resonant in all these software projects, be it the problem domain itself is really complex, so we can leverage those UML tools to help you with that, or the, the existing software that you're building um, is complex. Uh, and we wanted to give you, give the developer, give the architects just a few more levers to pull to help manage that complexity uh, and get it under control and keep it under control. There's a lot of, uh, you know, tribal knowledge that goes with a lot of these big systems, and we want to try to get that knowledge kind of operationalized and into, you know, Team Foundation server and, and, and spread it around the team a little bit more to help just, you know, get the return on the investment that you've already made in those existing systems uh, and take them and move them forward and be able to leverage them into future projects. Mm -hmm. And so, so tools that assist in visualizations is illustrating the layers in the application, the functions, exactly yeah. what is it actually showing? Yeah, so what this uh, particular tooling can, can do is it can show you dependencies between all the assemblies that are coming out of your of, out of your solution, for instance, and I can show you that in a second. Um, it can also show you dependencies between random binaries. Let's say you've got some dependencies on uh, third-party frameworks, third-party components, etc. You can actually bring it into Visual Studio and visualize how your software that you're writing is actually dependent on that, in, that that other third-party thing, which is which is actually very important to understand, kind of how your your uh, your software is being built. Even we will even show you how you're dependent on um, you know the .NET framework, so MS Core Lib. Exactly how are you using uh, the lower-level APIs, and show you um, in the diagrams kind of where you're dependent on it, why that's important, and that kind of thing. So if you've inherited a, a big complex project that's been in development for years and years and years, and there was some third-party software library you'd using in it that maybe that company's not around anymore yep. and you want to switch something else, using this tool you can find it exactly where in your application you were actually making calls there and determine whether or not that's just archaic code you're not even using anymore that's right. or how to take and actually find some other third-party tool that can do the same that's stuff. That's exactly right. So getting this, getting this well-understood view of the dependencies in your system is one of the key kind of um, key enablers that we wanted to enable here. Now, the thing is, okay, we can show you what those dependencies look like. It's kind of like a, an exercise for the reader to figure out what to do with that. You know, um, you may want to break that dependency. You may want to limit the dependencies to only one section of your code, that kind of thing. We just, this, this click of the dial, we want to just visualize it, 
show you where those are, make you aware of them, uh, and then give you some toolings to understand, okay, once you are aware, and let's say you've decided this component should not depend on this, let's give you a layer diagram, which you can draw, and then essentially constrain dependencies that we can then incorporate a, a validation pass into your build process, um, so that if a dependency is ever introduced into your system, you will know about it as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. um, it, we're kind of attacking this 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 uh, concept of uh, you know code entropy in many ways. A code just over time it just starts to rot, you know, <laughs> in many ways, right? And it just goes bad. And and one of the reasons for that is this dependency, inadvertent dependencies that you introduce as you're building your software. And mm -hmm. you know, it's not like guys or uh, or gals are, are you know, purposely making their, their code more complicated. It just starts to happen. Um, we need some more tooling to help with that, and that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Now, you brought up complexity several times. I mean, it sounds like you know, you're saying as over time your code just is going to get more and more complex. Um, and it sounds like perhaps this tool isn't just simply helping you see the complexity, but also maybe even scale it back a little bit and make your code less complex. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the less complex your application is, the easier it is to manage and move forward on it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, we, we really are trying to show you what you've got, um, give you toolings to to see what you have and explore what you have, and then give you some 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 levers to pull to get that under control. The layer diagram, uh, as well as the UML graphs, and connecting that to your you know maybe your uh, user stories or your requirements of some kind that you're storing in TFS, that kind of thing. Get those all in front of you so that you can start to manage it in a little bit more explicit manner um, than than we are today. Okay. Well, let's take a look at the code. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. So what's new in, in 2010 now, uh, Robert, is this architecture menu at the top of Visual Studio. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to select Generate Dependency uh, by Assembly. And what this is going to do is it's going to rip through my solution. It's going to look at all of the assemblies that my solution is, is building. It's going to first make sure everything builds, of course. And then it's going to generate a graph. And let me make this bigger here. Go to full screen on this. And generate a graph. I'm right-clicking, marquee, select to zoom in a bit. And what you see here yeah, is... That looks pretty complex. <laughs> exactly. Like the uh, London subway diagram. <laughs> exactly. And what you see here are the blue boxes are the actual physical DLLs that we found in your solution. These, this little uh, pink box here is we've kind of grouped all usage of generic types, like iList with a particular type. We kind of put that in one place to declutter the diagram itself. And then in this box here, the externals box, you've got... We basically, uh, as I click on that chevron, we're showing you basically anything that this particular um, solution is dependent on that's outside the solution. So in this case, you know, system DLLs and MS Core Lib, etc. Showing you, hey, you've got these external dependencies. And sometimes this in and of itself can really help, especially someone who's walking into a, a software system for the first time. You know, what is this? How, what am I depending on? What do I need to go learn about? That kind of thing. I mean, like, for example, what I'm seeing here, most of these are, are things that are going to be part of the system itself. They should always be there. You're not shipping it with your application. You're expecting this to be there, yeah. but then I'm seeing this you know, system.data.oracleclient.dll, I'm thinking that might not, not actually be on every system yep. that you want to, might want to take and say, we've got a dependency on Oracle, so for users have Oracle installed, they can install this, but what if they don't have Oracle installed? That's right, that's right, and that, absolutely, and then you, know, you may want to take that a little bit farther and say, okay, look, we've got this Oracle client, where exactly in my system are we dependent on this, and as I, if I select that guy, you see these other links pop up. 
And that's basically showing me uh, where else in my system, where exactly my system is using that particular DLL. And if I hover over that link, I can actually navigate to the other side and kind of show me exactly down to the method. So what we've just done is here we've got the DLL. Inside that DLLs, we've got the uh, Oracle DAL namespace. And inside that, we've got an item class and a, and a get item method. So we've got dependency understanding right down to the method level. And as I select these individual methods, you can see how, you know, where else these things are calling. So if I if I hover over this, you can see that this is this um, method is calling um, uh, item info. And I can continue to navigate and jump to that. And of course, from here, I can double click uh, and take me to code. Um, and and you know further think about this. Let me zoom out here a little bit. And, and further, you know, get an understanding of what that looks like. Um, and the idea here is, again, just understand what it is you're about to do. Um, you know, how many times has, have you as a developer walked in, uh, made a change that, that looks innocuous enough, hey, it's, it's like a three-liner, you know, and suddenly, <laughs> you know, the back end of your system just fell off the, fell off the card. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the kind of thing we want to um, try to make visible. Hey, you're touching something that is actually fundamental to your system. Be careful. You know, a number of views that we can show here is as I come up, let me come back out here and show a quick cluster view of, of the system. You can quickly see, and let me come in here and, and uh, close the externals, you'll start to see, hey, you've got some, pr some pretty key dependencies here. And if I wanted to remove the externals, let's say I'm, I'm not interested in that, that's kind of like a, uh, a given, I'm going to just hit the delete key. And you'll start to see quickly where your hubs are in your system. Mm -hmm. You know, just by just by noticing, I'm just gonna remove the generics as well. Just by seeing clusters, you can start saying, all right, well this this guy looks pretty important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, let's try to get an understanding of what that. Well that turns out to be my, you know, kind of like the business logic of my system. That makes sense. Yep. You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Now is this tool designed for individual developers or teams or both sets or what? Yeah, it's a great, great question. I get that a lot. And, and really, uh, the answer to that question is it depends. And, and it depends on your system itself. Um, are you working on a complex system? One guy could absolutely work on a very complicated system that is hard to get their head around. You know, This would absolutely help that one person. But you're absolutely right. We are targeting this at bigger teams. You know, We've got a lot of integrations in um, Team Foundation Server, for instance, a lot of hooks into uh, connecting these diagrams and our UML assets to work item types, work items being requirements, being uh, defects, um, user stories, you know, and in 2010, and test cases themselves. And so, you know, it scales up appropriately. Um, wherever there's complexity, we say we, we, we want to be able to apply this tooling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and at the PDC, I understand you did a session on this where you kind of went like a full hour, hour and a half or whatever. Yes. That you went in full detail. I'm assuming there you showed more aspects of what this tool could do and how to use it in, in a development yeah, environment. Yeah, absolutely. We showed, I showed this, this capability here. I showed the layer diagram, which I briefly mentioned, which helps you validate your dependencies based on your constraints, get that part of your build process. Touched a little bit on the, on the new UML graphs and how that connects to work item types. Um, absolutely check out my blog as well for more information um, on this on this uh, tooling lots 
lots here. Um, we've just released the release candidate for Visual Studio 2010. Highly recommend people go grab that um, and bang on that a bit. You know, we're getting ready to ship this thing. Okay. So if you can send me a link to your blog and yeah. to where people can get the, the release candidate, I'll make sure I stick that in the description. Perfect. So people have quick and easy access. And if there's any other links you have that will assist people understanding the functionality and capability this tool provides them and where they might want to use it properly, um, I can easily put that in the description as well. Sounds great. Okay, well, thanks, Cameron. Uh, good to have you here and seeing what this diagram can do for people and how the visual is in Visual Studio. Thanks a lot, Robert. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, hopefully, that can show you how Visual Studio 2010 is going to assist you in developing your applications, whether you're a lone developer working on an extremely complex project or even a team of developers that are trying to take and share a code amongst yourselves. This will allow you to take and develop your applications better, stronger, and make them that much more resilient. And we'll see you at the next PDC.